What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Becoming a First Rate Duelist podcast, and today we are featuring the DB Grinder, aka Austin Collins. Look at him, he's so little. <laughs> ah, I'm so old. Ah. Okay, so, uh, yes, this podcast, if you aren't aware, is where I interview pro players slash prominent people in the community and Farfa in order to <laughs> have people learn more about Yu-Gi-Oh! or something like that. I don't know, I just wanted to do it, and this will be on Spotify hopefully by now. I don't know, every week I say it's gonna be on Spotify, and I'm too lazy to do it, so I have to find someone to do it for me. But anyway, we have our guest, DB Grinder. So, um, DB Grinder, aka Austin, he has this channel where he commentates um, a high-rated dueling book, DB, that's what DB is, dueling book matches, and it's actually been very instrumental in my own growth as a player, because every day I'll sit and I'll watch his channel and stuff like that. So I just wanted to say uh, thank you, Austin, for doing that. Um, Is there anything else you want to say about yourself? Uh, no, not, not really. Pretty much got it all there. Okay, cool. Alright, so uh, this is free-flowing. I do have questions, but feel free to talk about whatever is on your mind. And chat, if you have any questions for Austin at any point, go ahead and drop them. I will ignore most of them because <laughs> I don't like your questions, but maybe you'll ask a good question. We'll see what happens. Just throw a question in. Gamble. If you win the lottery, you win it if I answer your question. Okay, anyway, yeah. What were we doing? Oh, yeah. Okay, so, uh, you were like a Dragon Duel champion or something. <laughs> what the hell is Dragon Duel? <laughs> like, what are, what is going on? Uh, so, Dragon Duels is for people that are 12 and under, and they can go ahead and they can play, like, there's, like, regular tournaments that you play in and then there's dragon duels 12 and under and they play against other 12 year olds and under and it, it kind of just makes it like more fair since like you know young younger kids are usually not nearly as good as this game um so yeah i played in a dragon duel regional once and then i won it and then i went to a dragon duel nats and i won it oh. so i only got to play in like yeah i only got to play a little bit in it because then i turned 13 like right afterwards and i wasn't allowed to play in it anymore oh wow um yeah, but oh, it it was cool. Got a free trip to Japan, so that that was nice. Oh wow, that's that's impressive. So like, do people at Dragon Duels like actually know the rules to the game? Like, do they play properly, or do they do like playground rules? Um, no. A lot of us like we played like very properly. Um, I wasn't that great back then. I'm not even gonna lie. If I didn't win Nats, I was gonna quit the game. Like, even if I got second. Like, I, I didn't really want to play that much anymore at the time. Oh, wow. Uh, but, like, a lot of the other people, they, they knew, like, every ruling. Um, I mean, they were, like, pretty good at the game. Some of them were, you know, not everyone, but that's, like, regular Yu-Gi-Oh! Too. Yeah, that's, that's pretty freaking <laughs> true for adults, too, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, because, like, like, the thing is that, like, I will like play against kids a lot in tournaments but like i'll never freaking underestimate a kid because i bet you anything there's like an (laughs) eight-year-old that's like way better than me and i don't want to like get cocky and be like oh you're a child (laughs) whenever it's like i'm gonna get crushed by a seven-year-old one day so yeah never underestimate a child would you like how would you say as at whenever you won the national dragon duel whatever like, how would you say you compared to the average adult Yu-Gi-Oh player? 
Uh, honestly, I'd say I was probably like exactly average. Like I still went to like regionals. I was still like winning regionals, topping regionals. Um, so I'd say I probably was even a little bit better than average, but I, I wasn't the, like the greatest. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not the greatest, and that's okay. Let's see. <laughs> so, would like, how did it feel to like destroy an adult that was like twice your age? How did that feel as a child? Oh, it felt good. Like the regionals. <laughs> uh... There were, like, Columbus regionals. A lot of people, uh, they were like, yo, you gotta beat him. Like, like everyone was, like, talking down the table, like, yo, you gotta beat that kid. Like, we don't want to play against him. <laughs> that was, like, every regional. Like, I had, like, a... I didn't, like, have, like, a name for myself in, like, Columbus, but, like, everyone, like, they, like, they knew who I was oh. just by, like, my face and stuff because I was always at top tables. Oh, I went to, like, every regionals. Man, that's so dope. Man, I wish I was, like, a child beating adults <laughs> in a children's card game versus, like, the oldest person at a Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament. That would be sick. Yeah. Never underestimate kids. Like, I was talking to Cody. Cody Andrelov. He's, I guess, my coach. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he was talking about how he's, like, tutoring, like, a 7-year-old and an 11-year-old or something like that. And he's like, yeah, they top mm -hmm. regionals all the time. And I'm like, that's so funny. <laughs> I will never underestimate a child. Yeah. Yeah, I would not want to be the one to lose to like a seven-year-old at a regional. <laughs> I would laugh so hard though. I would, I would like if that happened to me, I'd be like, I rather lose to a seven-year-old than like someone who's about my age and like is is being mean to me or something like that. Like I don't know if I was getting like like freaking destroyed by a kid, I would just laugh. It's like, oh, this is this is worth it. So, yeah. Yeah, like, you can't even be mad if you lose to a kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure people were like, oh, I was going easy on him when it's like, no, nah, you just got cocky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always punish cocky Yu-Gi-Oh players. That's all I have to say. Because, like, you know, obviously I'm a, a female, and so I feel like there's, mm -hmm. like, a similar thing where it's like, oh, you're a kid, you must be bad. Oh, you're a girl, you must be bad. And, like, mm -hmm. I've gotten to be average at this game, and so I will beat those people. And then they'll get mad at me. Um, yeah. People are weird. Anyway, um, so, like, how did you learn the game as a kid? Like, did someone teach you, or did you just watch videos, or what? Um, so, when I, like, started, like, actually, like, playing more and more, because I, I started playing Yu-Gi-Oh! before I could, like, even remember. Like, probably, like, kindergarten or something, just because, like, my cousins were always playing it around me. Oh, yeah. So, like it was always just around me growing up and then in like fifth grade i started going to locals and then i was like really bad back then obviously like i was using mst on my own turn as like a hand trap to like negate and stuff so like me and my friends were like super bad uh but then like probably like a year later like we were the best people at our locals oh, nice. uh, we were the only people like going to regionals and topping going to nats uh but yeah, also I was watching like Asian Eyes White Dragon on YouTube because he kind of does what I do now where he would like go over duels, um, but he, he wasn't like being like super competitive about it. He was just kind of being like, you know, like all chill about it. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, I would just like watch him. Uh, his videos were cool and I just wanted to like get better and get better and like actually like top tournaments. Oh man, but, that's good. Yeah. Were your parents supportive uh, of you, or were they like, I don't know? 
Uh, yeah. They, they were pretty supportive. They weren't, like, against it or anything. That's good. If I had a kid that was, like, kicking adults' asses all the time, <laughs> I would be so goddamn proud of my kid. I would be like, I raised you well, son. I raised you very well. <laughs> Alright, yeah. well, we'll stop talking about you being a child. Uh, how old are you, by the way? Uh, I'm 19. 19. Oh, okay, so you've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh for quite a long time, then, by this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a long, long time. Uh, so we do have some questions. I guess we'll do some topical questions. Um, but I am being asked what your favorite deck to play ever was. Uh, probably Necroz, just because of the mirror match. Like, that, I still, like, that's the only deck where, like, the mirror match end board, the best end board, is no end board. Like, you just end on no cards, and, like, that's just what you do, like, every game. I thought that was, like, super cool. Oh, man. I don't even know what that means, but... Isn't Necroz the one that, like, banishes a card from the hand and the field and the... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what these yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, it was a ritual deck, and, like, yeah, you just, like, got rid of your entire board every turn before you pass turn, and, like, I thought that was super cool. But, like, how would you interrupt your opponent on their turn? <laughs> you didn't. You just, let them, you just let them do everything, and then you had a card that would stop battle phase, so they couldn't go for game ever. It was super hard to go for game. Um, but there wasn't really, like, a, a big, like, combo deck back then. Like, there was the mirror match. That was, like, you know, decent at comboing. They could set up stuff. But, uh, yeah. Every other deck, like, just wasn't a combo deck. Like, you could out every board pretty much, except for the mirror match sometimes. Oh, interesting. That seems pretty cool. Yeah, when I was in New York at that Gamer's Choice tournament, I was mm -hmm. playing against this Drytron player, but he he didn't have the fairies. He was using Manju. Well, I guess that's a fairy, but I mean, he didn't have Diviner yeah. and um, the Orange Light and, and Herald and crap like that. But he had Necroz in his deck, and I didn't oh. really know what happened. I actually conceded the match. It would have been a draw, but five seconds before the bell rang, I gave him the win. And then I hated myself. But it worked out because <laughs> I got second in the end, so that's why hey, that's I not bad. should be honest. <laughs> Uh, don't stall for time. Just be honest, and you'll be rewarded. Uh, also, mm -hmm. I mean, to be fair, I also didn't know there were only five seconds left. So if I did, maybe I wouldn't have done the honorable thing and given the win. <laughs> but I'm going to pretend like I'm an honorable Yu-Gi-Oh player. Right, guys? Heck yes. All right, let's talk about the new cards coming out in Burst of Destiny. I know you had some duels with the new cards on your channel type of thing. I know you had some B-duels and the freaking... Um, uh sword soul and stuff like that but like what are your thoughts on the new set coming out oh like from what we know i think it's great like i hope all the meta decks right now like the tri-brigade like just all, all the meta decks right now i hope they all get hit <laughs> somewhat at least so that way like the new decks get played a bunch because the new decks are so much more fun than the current decks oh man do you know which one you're gonna pick up or do you play all decks like how does that work um well, I, I tend to play, like, like the best decks. Uh, that's what I like playing, because I just like winning a lot. Heck but uh, it really depends on what the ban list is. But I've been testing Sword Soul a lot. Uh -huh. that, that's the deck I've definitely tested the most, because I think that one has the most potential out of all the decks that are coming out. So probably that deck would be the deck that I end up, like, maining. 
Oh yeah, I need a deck after my precious Drytrons get hit, and um, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know, I thought Flunderies is cool, but that's just because I, I think they're cute, but everyone tells me Flunderies is bad. Yeah, that, that deck is not good. <laughs> okay, fine. Maybe I won't go for it. Like, it, it's like, I pick decks because I like the pictures, that's why I play Sheetal, that's why... Mm -hmm. I played Drytron. It's like purely a coincidence that like I picked one of the best decks. It's just because I like the artwork. So I have to like learn to make like good Yu-Gi-Oh decisions. Like pick a, a competitive deck and play it because of that reason instead of just because I like the pictures. So yeah. Um, I guess I don't know what Sword Soul looks like, but I should probably look into it. Pac told me to do Sword Soul as well, but it feels like everyone's going to do Sword Soul. So yeah, that I feel like a lot of people are gonna be playing that deck just because it's like uh, I feel like it's the coolest deck out of all the ones that are coming out. But I do like how the Flunderies look. I, I like like the the birds on them and all that. <laughs> the penguins. They're so cute. I freaking love it. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I just need to pick up the deck and break it. What if I was like the best <laughs> Flunderies nuts player in the freaking world? Wouldn't that be sick, guys? I think that would be super big growth, guys. Yeah. First person to win a YCS with Flunderies. <laughs> and then we'll solely refer to it as Flunderies Nuts. I would have the maturity <laughs> level to do that. I just want to be like interviewed by Konami after I win with Flunderies and call it Flunderies Nuts on Yu-Gi-Oh! TV. I think that would be freaking hilarious. Oh my god. Just like say it on the stage and then run off. <laughs> oh my god. I would die laughing. They would never feature me again, but it'd be so worth it. <laughs> Yeah, Konami uh, and I have an interesting relationship. I just hear that they don't really like my Twitter very much, but um, we'll see what's up. Uh, we'll see. What's that's up. unfortunate. I I don't. I haven't heard anything about me about Konami, but they probably don't like me because they hate DB and like you know uh, my yeah. name's DB Grinder. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that that's fair. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I I think I'm not missing out on not interacting with Konami. Uh, which yeah. I mean in the nicest way, Konami, if you are thinking of sponsoring me. I love you guys <laughs> so much. I will produce, promote all your products. Like, see this, like, Yugi trophy? I know I made fun of it and said it looks like it's for ADP resolution, but what I meant to say was I'm grateful for it. Please sponsor me. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. <laughs> great, great, great. Um, so, uh, what kind of other Yu-Gi-Oh accomplishments have you garnered ever since you were a uh a child um well i topped two yc's oh that's uh, yeah i got a top 32 i was the only person to top that tournament with paleo zoo nice i think i'm the only person ever to top a ycs with paleo zoo by the way <laughs> i'm not 100 percent sure but i might be and uh yeah that, that was cool that was a good accomplishment i played against a lot of good players nice. at that tournament like the last like four rounds were like YCS champs, YCS toppers, Shonen Jump winners, so nice. that, that was crazy. And then uh, the last YCS was actually the last one I went to, and that one I got top eight at, and I got first after Swiss. And that one uh, that one wasn't bad. I wish that I would have ended up winning it, though. Oh, yeah. I, I ended up losing to Maju in top eight. Grand Maju? Yeah. Oh, I didn't it, it was, that was a good deck. I thought it was just like a clown OTK deck or something. Yeah, it, well, it was just like no one was prepared for it, really. 
So like it just came and just destroyed everyone. Oh, that's I wasn't funny. prepared for it. <laughs> that's like what I want. I want like an obscure deck that like no one knows much about that is like super powerful because I unleashed its power and I want to win because of that. <laughs> but I picked like the most well-known deck possible so that didn't work out for me. Yeah, I'm on top of YCS. Like that was the cool thing about the Gamers Choice Tournament is that I like beat all these pro players and afterwards I was like, oh, this is my first big tournament. And they were like, oh, wow, you're so good. But I could tell they were pissed. <laughs> like, I could just tell they were like, I can't believe I got beat by this noob. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you I... won two LCSs. Uh, here's an orange light. I win. <laughs> so, yeah. Good times for uh, sure. I feel that, though. When, like, the small talk after, like, a match when you lose and, like, you're not trying to be salty, but, like, you know, you kind of are. <laughs> just like, yeah, good luck throughout the rest of the tournament. And, like, you're just being nice, but <laughs> it, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, I do appreciate the people who are honest, though, because I was doing a, a, a an online tournament for a PS5, and I was playing against this B deck, and then I said good game at the end, and this guy said not really and disconnected, and I thought that was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. I was like, you gotta give props for him to being honest, you know? And and now, like, when I'm on someone else's stream, like, the whole freaking world heard about it, and they say not really. I even made a freaking emote <laughs> that says not really. Hint, hint, subscribe to me, guys, and then you can spam not really uh, at all times. There it is, guys, not really. Yeah um great okay so like do you go to locals or do you just like play online what what's up um well i went to locals for like two years uh like when i first started playing and then afterwards like yeah honestly after like the first like year going to locals wasn't really making me a better player because i was already better than like everyone at locals um, there were, like, a few people there that were, like, you know, pretty decent, and I was, like, learning from them on, like, certain things, and, like, they were judges, so I was learning, like, certain, like, judge interactions was helped a lot, mm -hmm. but, uh, no, I, I really skipped out on locals probably for, like, five years straight, oh, man. and then started going again, like, at the beginning of 2020, and then, and uh, I, I only went, <laughs> yeah, I, my locals never even, like, shut down through it. Oh my. But I had I just I got rid of all my stuff like right around that time because like all the prices of cards like went up in price and I was like all right well this is the perfect time to get rid of my stuff and like I didn't even have a lot like I was playing with like common dualities, yeah. uh, damage judgments like I, I I never like I haven't owned a lot of cards since like 2015 I really just like borrowed a lot before tournaments so like at locals I just was playing like altergeist. Uh, like a very budget altergeist deck. Oh, nice. Yeah. I do like that deck. Um, but I also hate playing against it. So, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing. I mean, I've said this on this podcast, and I've gotten extreme criticism for saying it, but I'm probably just going to say it again. Is that, like, it, in two months, I've won locals, like, what? Eight or nine times? Two different locals, and I've topped almost every single other time. And it's just like, I don't feel like I should be doing that because I, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a good player. I'm like, I'm average. I'm still learning the game. There's a lot I don't know. So like, to me, it's just sort of like, I'm not really being challenged. Um, like, it's kind of like the thing you were talking about where it's like, you know, like you win a lot and you're just kind of better than most 
if not all people. I mean, I'm not better than most or all. I'm just, you know. So I just, I feel this challenge because it's like, I'm not feeling like I'm getting better. I want to play against better players, but like, I don't freaking know how to do that type of a thing. So mm -hmm. um, then like we did that Iron Man that you put on your channel, the one mm -hmm. where um, my team's deck did, what, what do you call it when you beat all three people? Oh, that, that's a sweep. Oh, a sweep. Hey, a sweep. I like the hand motion. Yeah, we freaking sweep them. It was so funny because, like, I'm looking at their ratings. They were, like, 10,000, and I was, like, 98. And, like, I found out that, like, one was, like, got second place at the YCS, and we just destroyed them. And I just thought it was so funny. I was, like, I'm so low ranked, and we sweep them. Uh, and so I thought that was really funny. So that was, like, a really good way to, like, play against better people but like uh i haven't gotten to do any ironmans after that though they do want a rematch um which i think is funny so so yeah um maybe i might do money matches or something because you post that on your channel a lot that seems to be a way but i'm just like afraid to gamble because uh like i don't know my parents raised me in a certain way and like i don't want them to know that i'm gambling with a with a get card game so i don't know how do i basically i'm trying to get at how do i play against better people um well about like the the gambling thing and like you not wanting to like put your own money up you could honestly just ask for a sponsor like i guarantee you could find not like a not like an official sponsor but someone that'll like pay for you to play in money matches and then, like, after you win, they'll take, like, 50% of the money that you win. And if you lose, you don't lose anything. Oh. Uh, you can honestly probably find someone like that. I've had people, like, offer me that a lot. Um, so you, you could definitely find someone. Especially since, like, the last Iron Man you played in and the only one you played in, you swept. <laughs> like, that's a that's a pretty good track record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one I got, I guess it was sponsored because I didn't pay for that. Uh, I just mm. got, like, a little bit of money afterwards um yeah so maybe i can ask whoever i don't even know who i talk to i'll find that group chat and i'll be like hey do it again because like honestly like i don't really care that much about the money i just want to go against uh more more um uh like experienced players and stuff like that like dueling yeah. against ancient warriors at locals on 8 p.m on <laughs> wednesday is like kind of dope but like it's also like I have the qualifiers this weekend, and I'm probably not going to go against Ancient Warriors, so I need practice yeah. with, like, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, against, like, a, like a real deck and, like, a, a good player playing it. Yeah, or a this... meta deck, I should say. Yeah, yeah, a meta deck. Yeah, if I say real deck, then the comments get mad at me. Uh, so remember comments. <laughs> yeah, same I... with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I mean this in the nicest way, guys. I I just don't think I should have earned... Well, this one, I think I deserve this Yugi trophy. The Kaiba trophy I just won, I probably didn't deserve because there were only five people at the tournament. Um, and I two of them <laughs> all. Um, but I also, like, got really lucky and I drew Red Reboot against Try, And then he, he set up Appaloosa and had no cards. And he set like three, and then I drew droplets, and I was like, I'm winning this Aww. game. <laughs> it was like such a heart of the cards moment. It was nuts. I was like, I'm just bullying a young man at this point. It was so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. So, uh, I'm a little curious 
to hear your thoughts on the crossout designator because that's kind of a hot topic on Twitter right now. So do you want to share mm. that? Um, well, I just started testing with that card today. Um, I've had like theories about it since like it got revealed, but that was like, you know, three and a half years ago. So I never like tested with it, tested with it. But uh, actually a few hours ago I started and I don't know, it's, it's been cool. It's been cool. You got to like change the ratios of hand traps a lot. You have to like think about what the opponent's going to play, what you're going to play against. Uh, so you don't really want to like main deck like a lot of three of hand traps, which is a lot different than like how it is right now to where you want to max out on your best hand traps that way you draw them. Yeah. Um, so it, it's going to be cool to see like deck list go from like three ash, three imperm to like two ash, two imperm, two valor or something like that. Yeah. Just to like cut down on the numbers and then you're going to see a whole bunch of like one ofs in the deck list. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's been cool. Uh, I've only got tested for a few hours though, but I think it's insane. Like it, it's honestly so good. Like I, I don't, I don't like cards like that. Like I don't like called by. I don't like talents. I don't like cross out. Just because I don't think there should be like a counter for a counter. Yeah. Like if someone hand traps you, then like you're countering that. Like that. You know, it makes deck building like really weird. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like actual like competitive matches. I think it makes the deck list uh, look cool, though, which I like. <laughs> yeah, I, I was very against Crossout Designator. I said, like, this is going to suck. It's going to ruin deck building. And for context, I know very little about Yu-Gi-Oh!, so there is no <laughs> substance to what I'm saying. It's just my my gut reaction. It's just sort of like, now I have to put, like, freaking random, like, one Nibiru and one Ash and all these cards that I don't care about in my deck just so I can counter them and then I'm like do I have to take out talents because it's like it's better to stop the hand trap versus like absorb it and then get a better but I don't freaking know uh on Thursday I'm gonna talk to someone who's gonna explain cross out designator to me because they're like you're wrong and it's a great card but I don't know I just uh think it's funny when people talk about how it's gonna ruin Yu-Gi-Oh forever I just think that's hilarious yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think it's going to ruin Yu-Gi-Oh. It's also really, really nasty in mirror matches. It's like, you can just hit any of their engine cards at any point, and it's so good. Yeah. Also, like, people are going to side, they could side deck, like, a Tri-Brigade Revolt, cross out that, they could hit the Prank Kid Fusion spell. Yeah. Um, I think stuff like that's cool, too. Yeah, well, side deck is definitely going to be interesting, moving forward type of mm. thing. Yeah, it'll be yeah. hard for some combo decks to play cross out. Really? Isn't that the whole point? Like, combo decks are supposed to play cross out so they can just win more? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it really depends on the deck, though. Um, I think it'll be cool to see how, like, Drytron, if they try to play it, because they could put in, like, a Cycle Reader and Droll into their deck, and then, like, post side deck, and then also have, like, three cross outs. And then, like, you could stop Droll or Cycle Reader, which, like, you know, it's the best cards against you. So it'll be cool to see, like, if they actually play that or not. Yeah. Someone's saying some decks like Droytron can't fit it. I totally disagree. I could freaking fit it if I wanted to. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see what's up. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of, I guess, what's on Twitter. Are you on Twitter, by the way? Uh, no. Like, not not for, like, Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm not. Oh, okay. Yu-Gi-Oh Twitter is actually pretty dope and wholesome. Um, I like it a lot. I like it because if someone says something, like, unethical, like, everyone, like, mm. like, just 
gives them a piece of their mind type of thing <laughs> and like if they do something like really unethical like there was this dude that like sent like sexually inappropriate messages to some chick in the Yu-Gi-Oh community and they were just like banished from the community and it was so <laughs> funny to watch I was like I'm so happy that this happened um and uh yeah I like that because I would say that you know on other social medias I, I would say when people say horrible things nothing happens so I don't know I do like Yu-Gi Twitter quite a bit hint hint join us welcome to Yu-Gi Twitter but uh it is also a huge waste of time, I will admit that too. So, you just started streaming, right? So, like, how's that going for you? Yeah, I, I just started streaming on Twitch again. Um, I streamed, like, a like a year and a half ago, like, around there. But I, I didn't really like it that much. And now I do like streaming a lot more. Uh, I've gone through phases to where I like streaming, I don't like streaming, I like it. And now I'm in a phase where I like it again. And it, it's been pretty cool. Um, I've been like not doing like I uh, just like doing like a two-hour stream something very simple mm -hmm. and then like the second I get bored I just hop off so that way I don't get like bored of it or anything that's good uh, but I I've been liking it it's cool I like like testing well it it's harder to test while streaming I think just because yeah. like like I get distracted easily yeah. so when there's like like 50 people trying to talk to me while I'm trying to like play like I definitely misplay a lot more when that happens yeah but I just kind of got used to it like if I misplay it's like ah oh, whatever this isn't like me trying my hardest yeah type of thing yeah it's, it's very hard monitoring chat and playing at the same time uh which is why like if it's like a competitive match I just minimize chat I also don't like chat backstating me and I I like I yell at them when they do it and punish them by saying, "All right, I'm not looking at chat for a bit," and um, that's probably not a healthy thing for a streamer to do, but I guess that's what I do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's also good because, like, especially if I'm learning something new, like chat can be pretty. Well, I don't know if they'd be helpful to you because you're like really good at this game. They can be helpful to me. So um... no, I love getting backseated. Like even <laughs> when I already like know the format, if I mess up in any way, like I want to know why I messed up. That's or like if I'm building a deck and somebody's like, "Oh, you should change that," and I'm like, "Why? Like explain." And then like if I'm wrong, like I'm okay with being wrong because I'm like I get better afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think good advice from Twitch chat is invaluable. I just usually don't get good advice <laughs> from Twitch yet, which I love you guys. You know I mean that in the nicest way. All right. Um, oh, yeah, like a lot of it is just like, it is not good. But sometimes, sometimes it's nice. <laughs> yeah, like I was like inspired to like watch my replays and stuff, like from watching your channel, cause that's like what you do, you just watch replays. And so like some of the best like Twitch memories I have is that we'll watch a replay together and then we'll like talk about it. Like, oh, you know, I, I did this, you know, I kind of feel like maybe I should have done this type of a thing. And so mm -hmm. there are wholesome times, but if I'm in the middle of a tournament, then I wouldn't necessarily uh, want someone to tell me what to do because then I will get accused of cheating. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we have a question in the chat. How did DB Grinder get into Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, through my cousin. Shout out, Nate. He's <laughs> really the one who got me in. Oh yeah, we talked about this. Sorry, I forgot. But yeah, sorry. You he answered this and I forgot. So let's just move on to the next question. Uh, what are his big plans, if any, for master duels? Is he worried that DB could be potentially shut down? 
No, honestly, uh, if DB gets shut down, I'm okay with it. Uh, even though, like, I, I love DB. Like, it's great. I love playing on it. Uh, I'd probably still want to test on DB even if Master Duel comes out. But Master Duel, you know, you get to go to Worlds if you grind Master Duel. So that that sounds that sounds a little bit better than grinding DB. Wait. <laughs> and what? then uh, is that real? I had no. Wait, you can what? Yeah, if you grind Master Duel and like, I think you're like you have to do like well at a tournament or something, and then you can go ahead and go to Worlds off of the. So that that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for that. And also since like the game is like gonna be like a lot of like esports might kinda look into Yu-Gi-Oh! a little bit more because of it. A lot of big streamers might start streaming it more. Uh I think it'll like help with like the YouTube too. Like yeah. the views and everything will go up. So like I I'm excited as like a player and like a content creator. So it's like it's like a double win. But hopefully D B doesn't get shut down. Yeah. Master Dual Grinder, that's your new name. <laughs> oh god <no. laughs> it doesn't really have the same ring when i think about it oh my god <laughs> mdg uh, yeah uh, we'll still call you db grinder even if you switch to doing replays of master duel i hope they have a replay function i imagine they would right that's like a normal i hope thing. so <laughs> that's kind of i really hope learn. so yeah definitely hmm. um awesome Okay, so like, um, uh, we we had a question about like, are you gonna continue your grind to top two hundred and post on the channel? I don't know what that means, but do you know what that means? Because I don't know what that means. Uh, nah. I think they're talking about a series that I was doing to get to one thousand rating. But I, I already did that. Oh, uh, I don't know. a series like that. Thank you. A series like that is like really hard. Since, uh, like there's, there's just not a lot of good matches, like, on the road to 1,000. Like, you play against a lot of low-rated people and stuff, and just, I don't know. I, I really only like posting, like, good matches of myself. Even if, like, I miss play and lose, I'm okay with that. Because, like, that gives, like, more educational stuff to, like, people. But, I don't know. There's just not that many good matches of yourself when you really, like, go over them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh... I don't know, I'm in low rank DB, and I try to get out of it, but, like, every time I have a match with someone that, like, just does something incorrect or, or plays, like, freaking like, Heart of the Clear Water plus a monster <laughs> that can't be just... Like, there was this monster that, like, when you attack it, like, the, the opposing monster's attack becomes the same attack as that monster, and then they, like, attach Heart of the Clear Water or some stupid-ass card. I don't freaking remember and I don't remember how I got around it, but it was just sort of like, I, I don't want to do this. I, I really don't want to do this. Plus, like, people do things incorrectly, and then I'll think that's correct, and then I'll talk to someone who's like, no, 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 Like, someone, like, imperned my Zeta for some reason, mm -hmm. and then, like, I summoned off Nova, and then I activate it in the grave, and they're like, no, I impermed it. It says until the end of the turn, so you can't use this effect. And I was just like, what? And then I was like, all right, I, I didn't know that. And then I talked to Elise about it, and she's like, that's not true at all. And I was like, oh, wow, DB is making me dumber. This is uh, this is not good. This is not good at all. So I don't know. What yeah, you really, you really have to, like, the first day a ban list comes out, you just have to, like, grind. Like, you just have to get out of low rated instantly. Otherwise, 
Like, if you try getting out of low rated, like, today, oh, it's going to be horrible. <laughs> you're going to have to play, like, midday so that way there's judges online because you're going to have judge calls and, like, you're going to play against the most random decks. Yeah. So you really just got to get out of it quick. Yeah, it's it's just low-ranked TV. I did a video on it because I was like, haha, this is funny. And then now it's like, this this isn't funny. This is just not helping. Plus, like, you get, like, the most, like, racist people in DV that just oh, say, yeah. like, the worst. It's like, why is there a correlation between being bad at Yu-Gi-Oh! and being a bad person? Like, why are those <laughs> the same thing? It's just, oh my god. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, the, the amount of times I've been called bad things on <laughs> DB, it, it's it's actually insane. Yeah, it's just sort of like, why don't these people get in trouble? Like, I I don't get it. Like, I was watching Christian Urena just get like cussed out in like the worst ways, and there was a judge, and like the judge wasn't doing anything. I was like, why isn't this guy getting banned? Like, he's saying racial slurs, but maybe that's yeah. not against Yu-Gi-Oh rules. Me, I don't freaking know. I just I hate low rank tv but uh, that's a good point about like starting with the ban list and just doing the grind it's just sort of like like i feel like when i'm on db it just like kills viewers because like no one wants to watch db which is why i think master duel would be really good because it's gonna have like animations and like be a really big deal and stuff like that so yeah yeah it's definitely hard to keep people like interested on db you have to, like, really be talking to chat a lot and stuff. Yeah. Which is something, like, I'm trying to get used to. Um, uh, it, it's not, like, too rough. I don't know. I can talk a lot. I talk to myself, like, in my videos for, like, hours a day. <laughs> so I kind of got used to it. Oh, man. Yeah. Magic Arena did a lot for Magic the Gathering on Twitch, so I think Master Duel will do the same. Yeah, hopefully it's just not, like, obscenely expensive. But um, we'll yeah. see what's up. We'll see what's up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, we have a compliment for you. It says, Austin's engagement with chat is good. Hey, thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, like, someone asked, does he still have the hat he used to wear to all tournaments? Clearly, you're not wearing it right now because you have a nice, nice, cute haircut. But uh, do you have a signature hat or something? No, I I don't have a signature hat, but I know what they're talking about, and I have it. And no, I'm never putting that hat on again. Oh man, is it like, yeah bad luck? Is it just ugly? Like, what's the story? Oh no, it's that? actually like really good luck, like really good luck. But uh, no, nah, it it was just like when I went to the nationals that I won. Um, I wanted to wear a Burger King crown. And I actually got there, and there was another kid wearing a Burger King crown. And I was like, oh, there's no way. Oh. I literally told him, I was like, I'm going to play you in the finals. And I ended up playing him in the finals, too. It was, like, <laughs> super cool because, like, we knew the entire time we were going to play against each other. Oh, man. And uh, so I had to wear a different hat. So I wore a different hat. And then after that tournament, I wore that hat to every tournament for, like, a year. And then uh, one tournament, I forgot to bring it. And I was like, all right, never wearing the hat again. Oh, man. And, yeah, now I just don't want to, I don't, don't want to ever see that hat. Oh, I see. Maybe I will or, wear wait, a Burger King hat to my first YCS. I think that would be yeah. dope. Either that or I'll dress like Bandit Keith and wear my American flag bandana. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I actually found one of those, but spoiler alert, they're obviously at Walmart because that's where I got it from. Yeah. 
Uh, yo, DB, where are the baddies at? I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> oh, man. I like it. <laughs> so, like, um... Like, how do you kind of balance making Yu-Gi-Oh! content, but then also staying competitive at the game? Like, do they work together? Like, does doing the replays, like, help you get better, or, or how is that? Um, yeah, I, I would definitely say that, like, recording videos makes me a way, 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 way better player. Like, how I am at Ruins now, compared to, like, when I started consistently uploading, I'm way better now. Just because, like... There's the most, like, absurd ruins that will come up, and I'm just like, I, I don't know what happens here. And then I'll be like, comment down below if you know. And then oh. I get, like, judges messaging me, and they tell me. Um, I, I feel like I learn a lot, honestly, through it. It helps a lot. But then, like, I also still, like, even after I'm done recording, I'll, I'll play a little bit. Um, I'll test some. But, yeah, I don't play, like, as much as I used to. Um probably like right before I started making like competitive content I was probably playing more then than I am now because mm -hmm. uh, now I spend like some time on like content I'm also just like busier with other stuff now mm -hmm. but yeah I'm, I'm still getting like the, the competitiveness and for sure just waiting for YCS's and stuff to come back to like real life play so I can go top them yeah that'd be sick what if we played each other at a YCS wouldn't that be dope yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'd have to 2-0 you, but it'd be cool. <laughs> Gotta love to see it. <laughs> also, thank you for the gifts of Koikyo TV. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think that'd be fun. Like, that's one thing, like, why I do this podcast is, like, with these pro players and then I force them to duel me is because I don't want to, <laughs> like, go to YCS and face them and lose because I'm nervous. Like... I, I don't want to lose to Jesse Cotton just because he's Jesse Cotton. Uh, because, like, that's just, that just sucks, you know? Um, like, mm -hmm. I want to have the confidence to, like, duel a pro player and then not be intimidated by my opponent type of a thing. And now I'm the intimidating one. It's it's pretty dope. So, yeah. Or yeah, least... <laughs> I, I, I never get nervous anymore when playing. Like, I, like I'll, I'll play at, like, YCSs and... Like, I, I haven't got to go to, like, that many tournaments, actually, because I turned 18, like, during the pandemic, and before then, you know, I was under 18, and I wasn't really able to travel, oh, yeah, so yeah. I wasn't able to go to that many YCSs, but I, my, my confidence is high up there. Like, before every YCS, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is an easy top, like, I'm about to get the prize card, like, no biggie, and everyone I play against, I'm like, yeah, I just have to assume they're worse than me, because, like, I'm crazy. <laughs> Like, even when I play against, like, super good players, it's like, nah, like, they, they just they just don't do what I do. <laughs> oh, man, I need that confidence. I know I would get so much hate if I had that confidence, but I think that would be good for me. I would rather be overconfident than have the low level of confidence that I have right now. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it's kind of weird, because I guess, like, for this interview series, I've won every duel except against Elise. So I beat, like, Jesse and Raphael and Cody and... And pack and I don't know uh, some other people Isala too, um, and so like we're gonna see if you're gonna break that that success streak, <laughs> or if you're gonna two o me and then ruin my self confidence forever. No, you should totally go hard. Don't go easy on me, okay? Oh, I'll, I'm not going to. 
<laughs> I gotta win. <laughs> yeah, it'd be dope. And you know what I'm gonna do? Is that like whenever we have our duel, I'm gonna I'm gonna um put on YouTube, but I'm gonna commentate it kind of like you commentate your duels. I'm gonna <laughs> commentate it. I'm gonna pretend to be you, and I'd be like. Oh, 40 versus 40! Gotta love to see it! <laughs> I, I love it when videos like that go up. There, there was a, another person that did that. His name was Trisha TTV, and oh, yeah. he made a YouTube video like that. He did, like, my intro. I thought it was funny. Yeah, Mike is great. Uh, Mike is someone I've lost to miserably, and he put it on YouTube, and I was like, great, thank you very much for... For making me look bad uh but i love him to death and i think he's a great guy so yeah yeah i like mike yeah oh, where i lost to him on his channel too <laughs> yeah like i was like learning drytron and he was playing virtual world and he beat me like four times like i just kept scooping because i couldn't do anything because <laughs> like i didn't know how his cards work and i didn't know how my cards worked and then he put it on youtube and i was like <laughs> he could have asked like but, you know, it's okay. We all know no one watches the channel, so it's okay, right, Mike? Oh! <laughs> I went there. That's what you get for, like, two on me six times in a row. Yeah, definitely good times. Um, let's see. Um, if you could add three cards to a mediocre deck to lift it to a viable competitive state, what deck and why? Uh... Man, I, I have no idea. <laughs> this like, is a very nice just like, question. <laughs> like, like, any rogue deck, I would throw hand traps in it. That, that's something that a lot of people, like, do very wrong, is they'll go build a rogue deck, and they're like, oh, I need so much engine in it. And then they play, like, four hand traps. And, like, I, I, I don't know, I feel like a deck that's not, like, too crazy at comboing should definitely be playing, like, 10 to 11 hand traps, like, at least... I feel like 10 is, like, the minimum I'd play in a lot of decks like that. Oh, man. Just because you want to stay around, like, the 80% range of, uh, like, percentage-wise of drawing at least one. Yeah. And it also helps, like, game two and three when you're side-decking and going second. If you go ahead and, like, put, like, gammas in, and then you can get your, like, percentage-wise to, like, 90, and then the odds of drawing two up to, like, 60. And that's without even, like, putting in, like, more hand traps, too. Oh, man. Yeah, imagine playing hand traps. You could not be me. Unless you count Orange <laughs> Light, but I don't really count it as a hand trap. Uh, we yeah, Drytron's <laughs> like the one deck that just like doesn't need hand traps. Like, oh, I go first? Ah, uh, win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anything, Crossout Designator is going to make it so much more powerful. Just freaking, it's going to be nuts. Um, but we'll see what's up. We'll see if Drytron gets hit. I'm hoping to get on Yu-Gi-Oh! TV. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's the Konami live stream. I call it Yu-Gi-Oh! TV because I have the emotional maturity of a 12-year-old. And the <laughs> qualifiers are this weekend. And I'm really hoping that I can get on Yu-Gi-Oh! TV. But if I do get on Yu-Gi-Oh! TV, it'll be after the ban list. And so I'll have to get a new deck. And that's going to be very difficult. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't know, I really like tournaments that happen, like, right after a ban list, because, like, so many people just don't know what they're doing, like, with their deck, and, like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people just don't know how to build their decks correctly, right, when a ban list drops, so if you have, like, a good testing group, then, oh, you're just way, you're above everyone else so far, it's great. Oh, man, let me go harass Cody and make him, 
help me some more. <laughs> That'd be sick. Because the thing is, that Gamers First tournament in New York, that was the first tournament after a ban list. It was, like, the first weekend after a ban list. And I think that's yeah. also what helped me win. Is because I didn't face, all, like, I didn't face any try. I didn't face any virtual world. Like, people were still figuring out their decks and stuff like that. And I played Eldritch yeah. like four times because you know that's been around forever, and I don't I don't care about Eldritch. I could beat Eldritch any day of the week, um, mm -hmm. and so I think that really contributed to like getting second place type of a thing. But um, yeah, we'll see what's up. Um, what's Stevie Grinder's favorite deck? Oh, we already asked this question, Gilly. Uh, but he he paid fifty cents, so I'm gonna make you answer it again. <laughs> what's DB Grinder's favorite deck of all time and card? uh necros and i don't really have like a, a favorite like individual card uh just to be honest but definitely necros my favorite deck of all time yeah i think that'd be sick maybe if drytron i don't know what's gonna do you have any like thoughts on ban list like what's gonna get hit or anything you want to get hit or anything like that like i have some ideas like on what's gonna get hit i usually don't like think about the ban list too much just because I don't I don't own cards and like I never really have owned cards for a while now and so oh I, I don't I don't really like have like money invested so I'm not really worried like oh what deck's gonna get hit what deck am I gonna have to pick up uh, I don't want to lose money because I just borrow everything mm -hmm. uh, I mean I definitely want stuff to get hit just because like I want the game to be like more entertaining but yeah pr probably like Prank Kid, like, Doodle to one would make a lot of sense. Tri Brigade, hit, like, Fractal, maybe, just, like, hurt the consistency of the deck. Mm -hmm. um, hit, like, Drytron, like, maybe, like, Ava Band, so that way they have to, like, change up their strategy a lot. I like it when decks have to, like, change up what they do a lot. Yeah. Um, I think that's really all for, like, meta hits. I don't think there needs to be like a lot of other hits. I know a lot of people want like Mystic Mind Band and Dragoon <laughs> Band, but uh, I don't. I don't think Mystic Mind's that bad. Like, yeah, it comes up every like once in a while where like people are playing that card and it's rough, and then everyone starts like preparing for that card more, and then that card just falls out of the meta, kind of like drawing Lockbird. Yeah. Uh, and then Dragoon is like insane versus like the bad decks. Yeah. Uh, which is why like everyone wants that card hit. But, like, meta decks, it doesn't really affect them too much. Like, they can out it. Like, it's rough sometimes, but it's definitely outable. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I definitely, uh, like, am mad at Mystic Mind because Mystic Mind is the sole reason I didn't win a Kaiba Trophy the first time I tried to go for <laughs> one. Because he just decked me out. Um, and I didn't have any spell trap removal. And I refused to scoop because I was just pissed off. And, like, I was also lower in life because I, I was playing Dragoon at the time. And so, um, like, he was like, yeah, I'm either going to deck you out or win in time so you can pick which one. And I was like, I hate you so much. Uh, like, I'm a pretty nice person, but when it comes to stopping me from getting a Kaiba Trophy by using Mystic Mine, I turn very angry very quickly. And I want that card banned. Like, when OCG banned Mystic Mine, I was like, yes! TCG, <laughs> do the same thing, okay? Like, I know the answer is just, like, you know, stick a twin in there, you know, if you're going against a certain deck, but, like, I would rather see it banned forever. Yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see why people want that card banned, because <laughs> it, it can be trolly sometimes. Like, they just activate it, and it's like, well, 
will I draw the out before you beat me somehow? Or, or like, what's what's gonna happen here? <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like, like, if you use Mystic Mind just to kind of, like, you know, get your hand ready and then you're gonna, like, you know, get rid of it and go for the kill, it's like, that's more acceptable. But if you literally say, I'm just mm. gonna deck you out or win in time, then I hate you forever and <laughs> I hope you lose. Uh, and that guy did lose. My friend beat him, and I was very happy. So, yeah, long story short, I'm kind of a terrible person, I guess. Alright, uh, this is a weird question to ask. I've been asking everyone, but you're kind of young, so I feel very weird asking this, but I guess we'll go for it. Um, chamber, parlor, or kitchen? Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, kitchen, I guess. <laughs> Okay. Just because I have a, I'll leak it here. I have like a, a custom playmat I'm gonna be having made in the next like month or so, and it has that monster on it. Just because like it has like it has like tea in its hand, I think. Oh no, parlor, parlor. That's the one I like. I I don't remember what they look like. Parlor is the one. one right? Just because it has like a cup of tea. Yeah. I, I think it's blonde. I don't know. It might be green. I'm not even sure. <laughs> <laughs> but just because like the the cup of tea, I think that's funny. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, uh, I'll be looking forward to, to looking at that. Okay. Um, so, we're almost at time, so I'll ask uh, one of my favorite questions is, what's the best advice you've ever received, and what is your best advice for new players? Um, best advice I've ever received is put yourself around people that want the same accomplishments as you and that will actually like strive to achieve them. Like, if you're around people who aren't trying to get better but want to win a YCS, you can pretty much assume they're never actually going to win a YCS. But if you put yourself around people that are, like, testing and getting better, then that's how you get better. And crazy enough, that's the, that's the same advice I have for uh, people that are, like, trying to get into the game more. Just, like, it, it changes so much. Like, you become, like, not such a great player to, like, your deck gets better um, how you play gets better, you're prepared for everything better. Like, I had a testing group back at, like, the end of 2015, start of 2016, um, and that, that was probably, like, one of my favorite testing groups ever, and they just made me so much better as a player. Like, so much better. Yeah. I gotta find a testing group, but I don't really know how to do that, because it's, like, I don't think I'm very good at the game, and I feel very embarrassed to be, like, go up to Cody and be like, hey, can you test with me? I feel very embarrassed to do that. It's like, you're, like, a god, and I'm just, like, trash, but I don't know. Maybe when real events happen and I meet people, people will just like my personality and take pity on me and, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pac has tested with me. I mean, he did play True Draco, which I was like, come on, Pack, you wouldn't do this with someone else. And once I beat him, then he switched to real deck. Um, but yeah, Pac, Pac's been there for me. He's definitely helped me out a lot. Um, Cody's played, Elise plays with me. Tatson plays with me. There are a lot of good, good people type of a thing. Yeah, like being a content creator, you could probably play against like so many more like actual like very good people than like the normal Yu-Gi-Oh player, for sure. Yeah, I'll just, I mean, that's also why I harass people and make them be on my podcast, is like I'm trying to find better players to play with type of a thing. Like Isalo apparently lives in the same general area as I do, 
but um, I think it'll also be easier to test with people when real events because it seems like most pro players like don't really play that much because like there's nothing to prepare for so like I feel like once events come back then I can just sort of sneak in and and <laughs> I was about to say make my move but it sounds like I'm like you know not yeah, like that yeah. <laughs> I just mean I want to play against people yeah all right yeah, when uh Go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah, like, I, I, I've definitely been testing, like, a decent amount, but I can't, like, well, once YCS has come back and stuff, it's over with. I'm going to be testing so much more. I'm going to become, like, I'm, I'm already, like, uh, probably the best player in the world, but I'm going to become better than that. Hey, like, I'm going to be so like insane. This. Dude, I need the confidence of a 19-year-old Yu-Gi-Oh player. <laughs> That's what I freaking need. Oh, my God. I just sit there and like obsess over my misplays and think I'm terrible. I need your level of confidence. So yeah, but then I think if I had more confidence, people would hate me even more. So maybe it's better to be self-deprecating. I don't know. You know, <laughs> the day that I change my username will be a sad day indeed. Hopefully it never comes. I want to be fifth rate duelist forever, but we'll see what's up. Are you going to change it when you win a YCS? I think it would be funny if I went to YCS and I lowered it to like sixth rate duelist or seventh rate duelist <laughs> and just be like, oh, you guys all sucked and I beat you or something <laughs> like that. I think that would be so goddamn funny. I would laugh so hard. But uh, nah, I'm, I'm definitely never going to move up on the ladder. I, I want to stay humble, um, but it would be sick to win a YCS. I just want to top a YCS. That's just my goal. And then maybe I might just like move on and go back to doing stand-up comedy um, but yeah, topping a YCS, I think is doable. I just have to get there and stuff like that. Plus like the game became easier once I got a sponsor cause he just gets all the cards that I need for me. And so, um, mm -hmm. price is no longer a barrier. I mean, I, I still buy, uh, cards myself, but he helps with that process. And so now that like price isn't a barrier, I can really play at my full potential. Um, yeah, like, I feel that. Yeah. For a long time, I was playing my Broke Ash doll deck, as I like to call it. No Dogmatica, <laughs> no Pot of Prosperity. It was just really cheap <laughs> cards. And um, I, I realized, like, there were just games that I couldn't win because I just didn't have better cards. Like, it wasn't necessarily my skill as a player. It was just like, oh, I just can't draw into anything I need right now. So. Yeah. Skill can only take you so far. Yeah. Definitely. Which is like sucks because I know Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of cost prohibitive for a lot of people, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have like a favorite casual deck you like to play? Uh, probably just like Orcus. <laughs> like, I haven't played that deck in a little while, but I don't know. I like playing that deck like a couple times every format just because like that's probably like the most fun deck I've had with like a, a meta deck like out of all time. Just because I, I felt like I was just always so good with that deck, and everyone I was playing against, I was just destroying. It always <laughs> felt so good to play it. So, like, I just have, like, good memories playing it. <laughs> That's good, yeah. I'm gonna miss my Drytron. I'm gonna go through, like, this existential crisis being like, was I only good because of Drytron? When I, <laughs> I am struggling to learn a new deck, and I'm losing and stuff like that. But, God, I lost so much when I first picked up Drytron. Like... I got last place at locals with Drytron, and then 10 days later, after, like, working with, like, Cody and, like, spending, like, 
hours and hours doing test hands and stuff like that i got the second place mm -hmm. at the new york tournament so i tell people mm -hmm. you know just work at it you can get better but it's definitely gonna ha i'm gonna have some freaking imposter syndrome i bet you anything after the ban list so did you uh do you pay to like get coached by cody or do you just like you know like you're friends with him and you just get coached no i pay him uh yeah just uh, there was an option to not pay him, but I chose to pay him because I felt like he deserved to get paid because he was offering mm. me, like, his expertise and service, and I didn't feel comfortable taking it for free. Um, yeah. and so, uh, he hooks me up, but, but yeah, I think it's, like, I don't know, I tell people, like, if you're serious about the game, stop, like, spending money on expensive UV cards and just go get coaching because you'll benefit so much more from coaching like with the resources you have and then you'll win tournaments and you'll win prizes and then you can go get the expensive cards type of a thing mm -hmm. but yeah. i thought about uh getting coached i thought it'd be cool just mm -hmm. to like see what kind of like see see what they're gonna like offer because i feel like a lot of coaches are used to like coaching like people that don't know as much as i do mm -hmm. so i just want to see like how like what, what what would they offer me if i like try to get coached by them i feel like that'd be cool to see Oh, wow. I've never, like, been coached. Uh, I've never, like, seen somebody, like, truly be coached. Like, yeah. I've seen, like, friends, like, playtest and stuff, but... And I've had, like, people, like, tell me what to do while I'm playing a deck for the first time, but... I don't know. I feel like coaching is uh, something that I just want to at least try. I need to find the coach. Maybe I'll just ask Cody. You should ask Cody. I think Cody's the best coach, hands down. Like, this, like one hour with him has given me like more knowledge than years of grinding low rank db but like <laughs> like ev like just freaking one hour with him i learned so freaking much stuff i would never freaking have thought about myself and like cody will match you at your level because like obviously you're really good but i imagine since he got like fourth at world he's a little bit better than you so um yeah i'll hook you up i'll, I'll see if I can get you a, a discount or something like that if you would be down. Um, but yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll just I'll probably message him if I'm down for it. I've talked to him a few times. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm a very big proponent of coaching. I'm a very big fan of Cody. Uh, and Cody, if you're listening, please respond to my DM because the qualifiers are this weekend <laughs> and I need a session. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be cool if you did like you know DB grinder versus pro player freaking db matches and put that on your channel wait you do that already right uh I, I do that sometime i haven't done it in a while actually i think the last person i did it against might have actually been cody oh okay. i think yeah because my duel with jesse cotton got twelve thousand views on youtube i'm not sure mm. why but it seems like people really like that sort of stuff Oh yeah, like collabing like with other people. Ooh, the views go like straight up. <laughs> yeah, I'm a YouTube partner. It's all thanks to Jesse, so I gotta like send him like I don't know. If I win another Kaiba trophy, I'll just send the other one to Jesse for getting me YouTube partner. Um, because it's pretty much just him. All right, is there anything else you want to talk about, or any questions you have for me? Um. Not really. Uh, how? What? What do you think is gonna get hit on the ban list? Uh, I think Eva, either Eva or Benton is gonna get hit. Um, I, 
I have a feeling if they really want to kill Drytron, they'll hit Benton, but if they just want to hurt Drytron and make us think of other ways, I think it would be hitting Eva. Um, Try, I think they might like limit or semi-limit Revolt or something. Like, I don't think Try is mm -hmm. that, I don't think it's an unfair deck at all. Like, I, I don't know, I, I think it's fine. Like, the only card that's like insane is Revolt. And like, if you just have less access to it, I think that'd be fine. I don't think Try really deserves to get hit, but that might just be because I play Red Reboot and draw it every time I need it. <laughs> um, let's see. Obviously, Virtual doesn't need to get hit. Uh, prank kids? Like, I don't know, man. Like, like Pranks is powerful and annoying, but there are enough weak spots that, like, I don't know if it really deserves to, like, get such a massive hit as, like, Doodle one. Because I think any hit to Pranks that's, like, significant will just kill the deck, and I don't think the deck deserves to be killed. Like, Gabriel Susie was talking about maybe they might ban, um, freaking... What's that fusion? Um, Rocket Rider or something like that? Mm. Yeah, he was theorizing that that should be the hit to pranks, which I feel would be like, yes, it, it causes an impediment, but it wouldn't kill the deck type of a thing. Um, mm. So, yeah. And then, I don't know. What other decks are prominent? That's basically it, right? Yeah, it's like Drytron, Prank Kid, Tri Brigade, Dragon Link. Those are like the, like, like the main decks right now. Yeah, Dragon Link, I don't think it's going to get hit again, but I don't know. I know it's, like, very not nice to say, but I don't think Dragon Link is is particularly oppressive anymore. Yeah, I don't think that deck's going to get hit, especially with, like, new support coming out for the deck, like, in uh, Burst of Destiny. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they might get, like, a really, really, really good Link 5. That card is insane. It's like, uh, it puts a rocket on board and also negates an opponent's card. Oh my. So, oh my. Yeah. Targeting? It's a quick effect. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it targets. I haven't read it in like a month, but oh, I, I read it like a month ago and I was like, wow, this card's like insane. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was like thinking like maybe after Drytron gets hit, it might be kind of fun to pick up Dragon Link, just like. Just because I'm, like, curious to see if I could learn it, just, like, as a personal challenge. Like, with Drytron, I didn't mm -hmm. think I could ever learn a combo deck, but it was a personal challenge to pick it up. And, um, so I feel like Dragon Link is harder to play than Drytron, so I just... I don't know, I thought it'd be cool if I get on Yu-Gi-Oh! TV and play Dragon Link or something like that. But, um, we'll see what's up, for sure. Yeah, that's probably the hardest deck to play this format, like, correctly. Yeah. You always have, like, so many options with it. Yeah. Yeah, like, every time a Dragon Link player plays, like, they're doing different things. Like, there's no, like, sequence to it. They're just always doing different things every time, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, well, except from, like, basic things, like, oh, black into white, chaos space, black into white, into this, <laughs> into that, or whatever. But, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some, like, generic combos, but it feels like it's, you're always doing, like, different stuff. You're doing, like, different stuff to get there, and, like, the best way to get there. I, I really like Dragon Link. That deck's cool. Yeah. I hope that deck doesn't get hit at least. Maybe maybe like next format if it gets too good or something, but right now I hope it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't 
I don't think it needs to get hit, but I don't know. All my metrics for like whether a deck is unfair is whether I can beat it or not, and I realize that's not <laughs> a good way to judge it. Like I'm like, ah, Dragon Link sucks. I can beat it, and that's not a very nice <laughs> thing to say. That's uh, not accurate. It's not nice, and um, I need better manners. But uh, hey, I'm sure the comments will tell me that as well. All right. So you said you wanted to uh, do our duel whenever uh, like Burst of Destiny comes out. Uh, yeah, it's really up to you, just because, um, I know you can't do it tonight, so we could just reschedule it for after Birth of Destiny. I really don't care. Um, I would just need time to learn a new deck, is all. Yeah. Or maybe well, whenever you it. learn Burst of Destiny, I'm down, because, like, I already know how to play it. You know, actually, that's true, because we can just play on, uh, on Dueling Book. Um, mm -hmm. so I don't actually have to, like, own the cards. Yeah, I want to be able to remote duel anyways, cause I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to ask my sponsor for cards, <laughs> just to play like one match and then send it back. <laughs> That's fair. Actually, yeah, you know what? That would be fun. After the qualifiers this weekend, if I, uh, well, it doesn't matter if I get on Yu Gi Oh TV, then, like, it doesn't matter if I get on Yu Gi Oh TV or not, cause I'm gonna be playing uh, Burst of Destiny cards after that. So then I'll just pick mm -hmm. a deck and I'll learn it, and then I'll hit you up, and then we'll have a pre-burst of destiny, post-burst of destiny duel. All right. Sweet. All right. All right. Um, thank you everyone for listening. We have Austin Collins. Is that right? Okay. Uh, Colin. Colin. Uh, Colin on the phone. Oh, okay. Colin. Okay, Austin. Colin on the phone. Uh, aka DB Grinder, uh, here, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, I don't know, this might be on Spotify, it might not, we'll never freaking know, because I'm very lazy, but thank you, uh, so much, Austin slash DB Grinder, um, chat, can we get some emotes for, for Austin, please, and, um, I'm really looking forward to having that duel where I 2-0 your ass in front Whoa. of the whole world! <laughs> <laughs> gotta love to see it actually if i beat you i'm totally gonna like say gotta love to see it and <laughs> it will be made into a video it's gonna be awesome all right if i beat you though i'm making it into a video <laughs> okay i like this i like this and and we'll we'll space it up i'll say if you beat me i'll post something on twitter that you tell me to post as long as it's not something that would get me canceled so so get creative all right. <laughs> all right thank you um so yeah um uh i'll be posting the next podcast or your podcast in a freaking couple of couple of weeks probably because there's a line so yeah thank all you right. all right bye bye have a good one yep see ya